Hi, everybody. This is Mel. And this is Jill. And this is Mel and Jill Geek Out. It's Monday. It's time to watch Sister Wives. Yeah. So normally we would watch it on Sunday, but I am busy. Yeah, you had a big Sorry, weekend. Guys. A I did. I did. Big weekend. It was a good weekend, but it was... I don't blame you. You were tired last night. I wouldn't want to record either. I mean, I'm tired tonight, <laughs> to be fair. You are. You are, but I would say less tired than yesterday. Marginally, marginally less tired for sure. Um, but I have a question for you. Okay. I need you to name a woman. <laughs> I've seen this trend. <laughs> I don't understand it. Name a, name a woman. Uh, um, my sister. I'm not going to say her name though. Okay. Th- that is a, an acceptable answer. Do you want to know what John's answers were to the to this question? Mark? Oh, yeah. Mark had an answer. But genuinely, I was like, I don't really know what that means. So I'm curious to hear. So let's hear it. So when I asked him, his first was a question marked version of you, meaning me. And I'm like, no, you have to pick like, like, that's an acceptable answer. But no, I need you to like pick somebody. And John is not like a celebrity person. He does not know celebrities. I don't think you could guess what he said. I have no idea. Yes. Of all of the women who have ever existed, the woman he said was Vanessa Hudgens. Really? (laughs) Yes. And I said, that is a bad answer. (laughs) Of all of the people. Yeah. Of all of the people. She's just not even remotely on my radar. No. Not that there's like anything wrong with her. She's fine. Yeah, but she's she just... Had some, I, honestly, I was a little surprised by Mark's answer. Who did Mark say? Julia Roberts. I feel like Julia Roberts is a better answer than <sighs> Vanessa Hudgens. I agree it's a better answer, but... It was also kind of like, really? Like, I don't know. <laughs> That's the first one that comes to mind. I, yeah, it was not like it wasn't judging, but I was like, man. And honestly, up until I'd say the last couple of days, I hadn't thought about Julia Roberts in fucking forever. And she's in a movie on Netflix. So... That is that's the the most recent thing. So I don't know if maybe he saw a trailer of it and like that's why she was in his head or something. I don't know. But I was like, I don't know. She's just not super relevant. I genuinely thought he would have said Taylor Swift because that's all we basically talk about in this house. So fair. Yeah. Okay, but like in the reverse, can you name a man? Of course I can. So name one. Travis Kelsey. <laughs> <laughs> that was a terrible answer. But 
I can't talk because when John asked me to name a man, the first man that came to my mind for no apparent reason was George Bush. George Bush? Again, it's like a it's a weird, like out of left field thing. You know? It's not that I'm judging the pick, it's like but where'd it come from? I, the <laughs> name George came into mind. I was like, okay, I need a last name now. <laughs> that's funny. And that's just the first one I got. No, I really like, I knew you were going to ask me that. And I was like trying to think of a good answer. But then I had just said Taylor Swift. So that was all that was in my brain in that moment. So. <sighs> yeah, I, it's an interesting question. But what's Okay. What's the, the like, reason we're asking the question? Like, is it so, just to hear a weird response? Well, in my opinion, yes. But I guess the, quote, correct answer is supposed to be the girl who is, like, the woman who is asking the man the question. He's supposed to say her. I don't give a shit about that. That's so dumb. That's dumb. What I am thinking is, do they name like a famous person or do they just say any random female name? And then how random is the female name and how off the wall is like the famous celeb whatever name? Like there was one guy I saw who said Margaret Thatcher. I was going to say that would be one. I'd be like, really? Really? I'd be like, I'm not mad at that answer, to be honest. But, but like, why? Margaret Thatcher? Yeah. Okay. Okay, I'll take Margaret Thatcher. Um, I really thought John was going to go, like, Marie Curie or, like, something <laughs> like that. Nope, I got Vanessa Hudgens. I don't know what to do with that. Yeah, I don't know. It's interesting. Maybe he secretly really loves High School Musical. Maybe. 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 Speaking of, like, movies, I have a feeling we're going to have to, like, have a three-way tie breaker today. We're going to have to do a three-way tie breaker because... the votes were split dead even yeah. between Elf and Christmas Vacation. And then Grinch just <laughs> destroyed yeah. Home Alone. So I think, yeah, we're just going to have to do a three-way pick. And if you all do a 33% tie, we're, we, we do not have time to watch all three guys. No. I, I, I wish we did. I'm not going to lie, Melissa. I think my, my favorite movie is going to win. Christmas Vacation? Yeah. I'm on board with Christmas Vacation winning. I'm not going to be sad to watch any of those movies, to be honest. Oh, I wouldn't be upset with any of them. I like all of them. I mean, any, any, oh, any of them. Sorry. I couldn't. I had like a reboot while I was talking. Words are hard. Yes. Any of them would have been good, but I did send out random text messages. John was such a good sport because I gave him zero warning or context. And I said, tell me two favorite Christmas movies. And uh, yeah, he, yeah, he did tell me he, he, he was like, yeah, she was like, and she's like, you can't pick Mel's. Yes, I did. I said, you can't pick Mel's favorites because I knew what you would pick. So I was yeah. like, you can't pick that one. Although I do think yeah. he picked the Grinch before you did, maybe. 
That's fine. Yeah, I don't remember. But anyway, I think it's funny that like your favorite and my favorite still ended up in the, in the end anyway. Yeah, it all worked out. It all worked out. But yeah, it was it was good times. It was good times. Uh, do we want to do the little watch react of this love? I have not seen a single spoiler on TikTok, mostly because I have not had much time to be on TikTok. I had a little bit of time today. I haven't seen a lot of spoilers. I think there's one thing that I would have that I did see that I, I, it, while we're watching it, I'm sure I'll be like, I would have yelled liar at the TV when I saw it anyway. So <laughs> True. True. Yeah. But all right, let's get into it. Let's do it. Be back in a GIF. Okay. So we're about 10 minutes in. And I just have no respect for Cody at this point. Yeah, that's that was a <laughs> Oh man, I don't even know where to start. I I, I don't. <sighs> it's just so terrible how he has treated Mary. And I'm not saying that Mary is perfect. I think we've like said that about a thousand times at this point, and I don't think it needs to be said again. Like none, no one is perfect in any of these relationships, No, but Mary is not wrong. He should have told her to her face. He did not want to be married to her anymore instead of placating her for 10 years, because that's what Robin wanted, because there's no other reason for him to have done that other than, because Robin was pushing him to do it. And I understand why Robin was pushing him to do it is because she thought that's what Mary wanted. She wanted this plural marriage, blah, blah, blah. Robin has her own whatever reasons in her own head. Whether I agree with them or not is an entirely different story. But that is, to me, the only reason why he continued to string Mary along. And it got to a point with Christine having left and Janelle having left where he was just done. Didn't want to deal with Mary anymore. He just wanted to be with Robin. So he yeah. finally did the thing. And another motivating factor, in my opinion, is the fact that in their religion, it is very bad for the husband to leave. Yeah, it's bad juju for the he husband knew, to leave. He knew he would look awful. He knew it was going to be bad. And that's why he didn't do it. He was waiting for Mary to leave. But I also love the fact that he just proved himself to be a fucking liar as well. Oh, yeah. Because last season he was singing the tune. Oh, I was going to reconcile with Mary. But Christine told me not to. You're a goddamn liar. Because mm -hmm. you made it now. Everybody knows that you were done with her a long time ago. So I don't believe you. I never did. Like, to be clear, I never did. I didn't buy that story. And I definitely don't buy it now. I mean, he's just proving himself to be a liar. Yeah. And he's just making up anything to try to make himself look better. And frankly, he he's just not going to ever look better. Like, He's going to look like shit. And the only solution to the being shit on by the general public who watches his show is to not do a show anymore, which we know that's probably not going to happen. So, yeah, it, it's the it, only it's, source of income. So, 
Yeah, and they have no ability to have financial spending, like responsible spending. None. None whatsoever. Because all they do is they talk about how, like, oh, Janelle only saw me as a piece of me. No, she didn't. She fucking financially contributed to that household so much. Uh, Christine, even though, like, yeah, she did financially contribute, but she also was, like, essentially their in-home babysitter like Mm -hmm. don't devalue that domestic labor that is incredibly important and mary also brought money into this family you know who never brought shit into this family fucking robin robin she brought like thirty thousand dollars in credit card debt she also like i I do want to point out too that people (laughs) cody what does he say oh she came to us hat in hand Come no, she on. Didn't. No, she didn't. And by the way, that woman hasn't had a job. Not one since she came into this marriage. Everybody else did. All the other wives did except for her. And this whole my she was supposed to be running my sister wife's closet that never took off the ground. Like for multiple reasons. One, you're not a jewelry designer. It was ugly. Two, like who's going to buy it? Who's going to buy it? They're like, first, they were not cheap pieces. Like, they weren't, you know, oh, I'm going to go buy a $30 necklace. These are like a couple hundred bucks a piece, which is not like that's a lot for someone to spend on a show, a, mm-hmm. a reality show. Mm-hmm. So yeah. and anything else they like produced was also just <sighs> ugly. Sorry. It was ugly. I wouldn't have bought any of it. No. 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 So So, she doesn't contributed hardly anything at all. No. And he clearly Cody had no respect for for Mary. And he's like the disillusion of my soul and personality. Fuck you. You don't have a personality anyway. Your personality is being a douche canoe. That was so disgusting because it's it's funny. It's like that's the way you are describing the way you feel about Mary is the way that Christine feels about you. Mm-hmm. Like so, buddy. Like you're. Everyone is the villain in someone else's story, and I just like Cody is so funny about how like oh I'm not gonna I'm not gonna sit here and trash talk her like I've been done. To- no, you are the only one who is actually doing the trash talking. Like Janelle and Christine have very much focused on what has happened to them and their reactions. They give their opinions, but they say very openly, I don't know Robin that well. I don't understand what's going through Cody's head, blah, 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 blah. Like they're very open. Like, I don't get it. And like, all he does is fucking name call. And sorry, the, I've said this so many times, I don't need to say it again. Yeah. And the other thing that kind of annoyed me in this whole statement was how he was like, oh, shoot, I had it and then I forgot it. It was something along the lines of like the I'm not going to trash talk. Her, which he absolutely has. Yeah. He absolutely has. Like, shut the fuck up. You are doing the thing that you swear up and down you don't do all the time. I would argue that, like, telling someone on national 
or not not telling someone on national television that you've been done with them for fucking ever and that if they just decided to marry someone else they'd get no argument from you and that's not like a jarring statement i remember watching that or seeing the clips of it and i was like wow just wow Like one of the things that I've noticed in couples who are about to get divorced, they do this thing where they have no problem like insulting their spouse in public and not in a teasing way, in a nasty way. And and that is one of those things. It's like they have no problem doing that. And he had no problem on national television national television oh my god i couldn't believe it couldn't yeah. believe it it's just incredible to me the things that come out of his mouth that he just doesn't seem to give a fuck about he has no fucks left to give which like none cool for you bro but like god you are so disrespectful god so. you are just like so like high and mighty and like please stop trying to sound smart no one thinks you're smart yeah do i think he weaponizes therapy he's gone to enough therapy to be dangerous yeah and it's funny you say that because like people are going back and pulling clips from very early seasons and all sorts of stuff and that's been something they've been criticized from from the beginning is weaponizing therapy language. Mm-hmm. So, but we'll definitely touch back on this later. Oh, um, yeah, because he doesn't ever get any better. He's just no. an empty shell of garbage. I still think he's just a bag <laughs> of flesh. <laughs> Filled with shit. It's, a, it's such an appropriate evening for these earrings. Oh it my is. Goodness. Your trash panda earrings. My trash panda earrings. I, For those who... I don't think I've mentioned this on the podcast. I've found that my town has created this awesome fucking page on Facebook. It's the dollar auction page. Which, when I first came across it, really irritated me. Because all of the auction items had to start at a dollar. So I was like, well, that's shitty. I don't want to put anything good on there. No, this is so much fun. This is my new favorite thing. I have bought the best earrings. My kids don't listen to this podcast, so I'll throw this out here. So my youngest loves pickles and they have, they have, I bought pickle earrings. It's a jar of pickles and those are her favorite. She likes the spears. She doesn't like the chips. So those, and then there's these trash panda ones. There's so, oh my God, there's a possum one that's like multicolored and it's like stay weird. I haven't won all these. I'm trying because they keep coming up. Whoever had, I asked the lady, I was like, do you make these? Cause I will buy these from you. (laughs) And she said, no, I, I don't know what our family does, but they have like a lot of them. And so she just kind of like pulls them out every so often. But anyway, this dollar auction paid is phenomenal because you can get some f- great shit on there. I've gotten several clothes that I would have spent hundreds of dollars on. Sounds pretty cool. Yeah, it's great. Lie. But the earrings have made my week. I got the pickles. I got the... Um, Christmas story ones where it says mm-hmm. like 
faux fudge on one side, and then the other side is the little hat with the glasses, and it's got like a a little the eyeglasses cracked. I fucking love them. They're great. So they've made my week, and I'm I decided to wear the trash panda earrings today to to talk about just the garbage pail man. Garbage pail man, yeah. Well, yeah. I feel like that's unfair to garbage pail men, though. Like no, so garbage like garbage men are great. They do an important civic job of helping know, keep our I community want- clean. But Cody is the actual trash can that's like probably full of maggots. <gasps> okay, okay, I see what you're saying now. I was gonna say I don't want to like insult them by calling. The oh no, he's and not then, a garbage but I see man. What you're he saying. is a garbage he's the pale <laughs> man. He is he is he is the inanimate object. Yes. Okay. That was the part I misunderstood, but I get it now. So we're good. Yes. Yes. Cody he's, is the garbage can. Correct. He is the garbage can. And he's not even like the blue one or like the green waste one. He is like the straight up going to the dump trash can. Mm-hmm. The one that smells. Oh. Yeah, he's that one. You Gross. can't tell me that man does not smell. How much product he has to have in his hair, he has to smell. He probably, like, bathes in cologne. <gasps> and it's probably, like, not a good one. It's probably one you can get. No, he probably spends too much money on it, but it's still probably too musky. Yeah. What is what is the one? I'm trying to think of the one from uh, Anchorman. Dracon oh, Noir? Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, let's be honest. He's probably an Axe body spray, dude. Probably. Or a Old Spice. Don't hate on Old Spice. Oh, no. I love Old Spice, but I could see him being an Old Spice, No, dude. he's not allowed to be Old Spice because I like Old Spice. Okay, I fair. I like Old Spice, too, so Cody can't be. No. All right. You ready? Okay. Yeah, let's go into the next part. Be right back. And we're back. Um, so I forgot. I remembered the thing I forgot in the first part. Do tell. So, okay. We all know that Cody did that Mormon YouTube channel thing, right? That interview. And he talked about the sacred loneliness and how it's like their duty as sister wives to just comfort each other in the secret loneliness but then he talks about the lonely solitude of being in a loveless marriage what the fuck is the difference because it's not him (laughs) they have to bear the burden they do but he doesn't yeah well fuck him Mm -hmm. sorry I'm mean you just spicy this evening. Fuck him. I'm very spicy. Okay, number two. <laughs> I literally took notes, guys. I'm sorry. I try I, I did two whole episodes of this without like scribbling notes frantically while I watched it. And I I only I couldn't I can't help it. Okay. Anyways, number two. Fear of disloyalty is a giant red flag to me. Giant red flag. Like, what the fuck? What do you think the, like, red flag? Okay, so there's a difference to me between disloyalty and, like, betrayal. 
like proper betrayal. Betrayal is when like you don't expect someone to do the thing that they did and it's something you just it boggles your mind almost okay. like a betrayal cuts deep being disloyal to me is more transactional oh yeah than betrayal and to to have this like fear of disloyalty and have it be this like huge thing he's so paranoid about this is coming out of robin by the way She's like, he was just paranoid about people being disloyal to him. And I'm like, why is every relationship so transactional? That's a red flag to me. But I think they all are with him, except for Robin. Robin's the only one he isn't transactional with. Everybody else is. It's a red flag to me that every relationship other than Robin's is that level of transactional. Yeah. I mean, he's even that way with his kids. Yeah, absolutely. It absolutely proves that he is just 100% transactional because betrayal is more emotional. I'm not saying that people can't be emotional and have feelings and feel betrayed because you definitely can. But like, oh, for sure. I think Cody has this incredibly warped view of what loyalty is. And especially like if we're going to talk about loyalty to the family. Because if I'm being honest, I would say that Christine and Janelle are the ones that were the most loyal to the family. Um, Mm -hmm. Mary is in a world of her own. Mm -hmm. She really is. Like, it's a very different set of circumstances between Mary and then Janelle and Christine. And Cody just thinks that if anyone disagrees with him or insults or criticizes Robin, that they're disloyal. That's it. There is no other criteria. (laughs) Like, he, the man does not see it. it, Like, cut off his nose to spite his own face. A hundred percent. Then I have him running away has to do with the backlash. So he talks about how he, like, Wanted to change his name and disappear and all of that kind of stuff. And he said that earlier in the in the season. And I don't think that has to do with like him wanting to sh- to like escape his life from a, I'm this I'm unhappy with my life kind of perspective. I think that has a hundred percent to do with the fact that he is getting so much shit. And it wasn't always like that. Like when the show first started, he was not shit on the way that he is now. I would agree. I would also argue that I think we talked about this during the season. I think he was depressed. I I I think that those yes. were some like coupled in with what you just said, but those were very like clear depressive statements to me. So mm-hmm. I, I think Suki was right to ask Mary, are you concerned when you hear those things? But I also loved Mary's answer that it was perfect. I really did. I thought it was like kind, but true. Like it's mm-hmm. not my job to do this anymore. And I have to stop doing that. It's not my job to be concerned. Yeah. Like she doesn't wish him ill 
like she wants him to be happy, but she is not responsible for being concerned about his well-being anymore. That is not on her to-do list anymore. I also love the way that she said that. Uh, uh, the question I have, and this has been bugging me since the very first time it got previewed, was when Robin's like, I have to stop him when he's sabotaging our relationship. And maybe I just have never been in a situation where someone has been trying to sabotage my relationship with them. How the fuck do you stop somebody from doing that? I think she's probably talking about like, maybe you, you and John don't fight. So maybe like you haven't really experienced this cause you're weird. Um, but you know, sometimes like the best way I could almost describe it is like a kid, right? Having a meltdown out of nowhere. And you're like, where the fuck did that come from? And then you more like, you know, you kind of talk to them and you get a, a little bit more of like what's going on. And then you come to find out it's actually something totally unrelated to what they flipped out about. And I think mm-hmm. that that's kind of what she's alluding to. But like, the adult Cody version is that like, he's probably picking fights out of nowhere. And she's like, and it isn't their norm, obviously. Mm -hmm. So if John randomly started fucking picking fights with you because other shit was going on in his life, you logically are going to be like, I know that you're not happy with unhappy with me right now. I'm not the one that's causing this problem. These are up other things and I can clearly see that this is you are just having a difficult time channeling this in an appropriate way and I think that that's what she's alluding to so I think that her saying like I have to stop him all the time is probably her saying like hey I know you probably feel like I'm attacking you right now but I'm not like mm-hmm. I'm, I'm here we're in this together kind of thing so yeah I definitely would not have thought of it that way because I don't. John is very good at regulating his emotions. <laughs> it's honestly, it reminded me a lot of like kids and genuine. And you're right. Like when people who like can't regulate their emotions well, it's like you're upset about something else and you're very clearly taking it out on me here. Mm -hmm. Which is not as common for adults, but, like, you definitely see it in kids. But that's what I would imagine is going on. Yeah. Yeah. Um, My last note was... So sorry. Excuse me, everyone. That came out of literally nowhere. (laughs) Um, So my next thing is that Cody said at the very end of that that section, he was like, so many things in a man's mind that shouldn't be said. What the fuck are you thinking about? What the fuck are you thinking about? I think he was being honest when he said he had some dark thoughts that he probably shouldn't have shared with people, which is probably like the double-edged sword with him and Robin. Like, he is, he does tell her everything. So she probably heard some shit she didn't particularly want to hear. So, Mm -hmm. I mean... I don't know if it's like I hate the way that he said a man's mind, but like I think people who have a difficult time processing stuff, which Cody clearly does, if it doesn't come from him, him internally, I think 
he needs that. So, yeah, I just, <laughs> I don't, I don't remember where I was going with it. It's just, yeah, you're thinking that he thinks this his inner world is more complex than it probably actually is. Yeah. I, yeah. I don't know. Like, the way that he says things makes me very suspicious. Like, Cody is a walking suit of red flags to me. He is, but, like, I don't think he's as, I guess, diabolical as I feel like you think he is. I don't think he's actively as terrible. I think he is to marry. Don't get me wrong. I think that that's an active choice. But, like, with Janelle, I think it was very much a, like, I think he woke up and was like, how the fuck did I end up here? And mm-hmm. and with Christine, I think that's why he's so angry. We've talked about it before. I don't think he ever thought that Christine would leave. I, because I think that that shocked the ever-loving shit out of him. He was mm-hmm. surprised. Yeah, he thought that she was so in love with him, it would never matter. That she would be willing to do what Mary was doing and sit down and shut up and be embarrassed on national television. And I think he was shocked Mm -hmm. as fuck that she didn't stick with it. And then Mm -hmm. he was even more pissed that everyone was started like rallying behind her and it just made it all worse. So Mm -hmm. I think... That he is saying some probably pretty dark shit. I would agree with that. I wouldn't be surprised. So um, maybe. But I don't know if the fact that he is a man has anything to do with it. I think it's like probably those inner thoughts that people have that shouldn't be shared with everybody. And that maybe you should probably talk to your therapist about. That's what I think. (laughs) I, I just he's he's just one of those people you know how the like serial killers and there's the ones who are like everyone knew that there was probably something up with them because they were creepy and then there's like the Ted Bundy's who people are like I would have never suspected that he was a serial killer yeah I feel like Cody is a serial killer um and he's kind of on the fence right now of being the creep or being the person that like the news interviews and be like, we lived next door to him for 12 years and I would have never suspected that he was chopping people up and putting him in a 55 gallon barrel in his garage. Like I heard something recently that is so relatable to this that I'm like, I don't know why people haven't thought of this before. Have you ever seen episodes where um, they talk to serial killers, siblings, Okay, so generally, you talk to the parents are like, oh, my God, we had no idea. I never knew. Neighbors, same shit, right? Siblings, mm -mm, that is not the case. They absolutely knew. You want to talk to somebody who knows what's really going on? You talk to the talk to the suspect sibling, because I bet you they'll give you a real good idea. Be like, yeah, that motherfucker was a psycho from the beginning. I'm just saying so maybe we should all talk to Cody's siblings. Does he have siblings? I genuinely don't even know. He does. He does. I wonder if they're also polygamists. I don't know, honestly. Maybe we can like 
dip our toe into journalism and just be like, hey, talk to us. We need to hear like the scoop on teenage Cody. Yeah. Was he always was a narcissist? A creep? Was he always a creep? <laughs> I think he, well, didn't he like get shit in the first few seasons, like talking about how he was like, quote, a ladies man growing up or whatever. And people are like, you're just perpetuating this by becoming a polygamist. You're just a misogynist. Yeah. He's always been a creep. Anyways, should we roll into the next part? Yes. Awesome. Be right back. And we're back. I didn't take notes this time. Okay. I just paid attention. I think that's fair. Uh, Personality tests. Okay. This is the bit that I was referring to at the beginning of the episode where I would have been screaming at the television had I not seen these clips earlier. Liar. Liar, 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 pants on fire. Because you did take the fucking personality test. It's Mm -hmm. on camera, bitch. It's on. It's on camera. camera. Fuck yes. It's on camera. Fuck yes, it's on camera. Fucking Robin. Like, why does she do this shit? Like, it's just so unnecessary. That's the part that I was so glad that I did see before the episode. Because, like, one, even if she had said, oh, like, even if there was, even if had not been caught on camera, I would not have believed her. Her response was bullshit. Absolute bullshit. Because why would all three of the other wives remember that and you? Excuse me. Yeah. Why would all three wives remember that and not you? You're lying. You're absolutely fucking lying. And the fact that can I I'm going to make a big complaint here. DLC needs to watch Bravo (laughs) and do reunions that way. Well, not only the reunions, but editing. Okay, because Bravo the last few years ain't fucking playing with them. You say something on camera that they caught six seasons ago that you have now just contradicted yourself and made yourself look real fucking stupid, they're going to pull it up and they're going to put it on there because they know that the viewers are going to go back and fucking pull it. Because you know that's who else does that? Who? Fucking Netflix. Thank you. Thank you. Like, for the love of God, Suki, TLC, please, you're not paying for jack shit on this television show right now. Like, I don't know how much Sookie makes. Can't be that fucking much because what else are they spending the goddamn money on? Like, for real, they don't have any production costs, hardly at all. They have Mm -mm. not filmed with a camera crew very often. Like, most of it's been very much self-film. So Mm -hmm. you're paying editors. Yeah, so pay the editors to put the shit in there. Put it in there. Come on. Yeah, get a PA to go through old yeah. footage. God, are you kidding? You don't even need a PA to do it. Hire a few of your fucking TikTok followers and they will gladly do it for you. They absolutely mm. love 
proving Cody and Robin wrong and being like, oh, you said that your eyes were green. And here in episode three of season two, we prove X, Y, and Z. Come on now. Like TLC, get it together. This is bullshit. It's absolute bullshit. We all know that you're lying. And the fact that there are 18 fucking seasons of of evidence to draw back on that 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 Robin was the catalyst for the downfall of this marriage is and they still can't see it is astounding. Yeah, I didn't realize that the personality test was on camera. A, I've taken this personality test that they've talked about, talked about, and it is it gives you your positive traits and it gives you your like not as positive traits. Like here's some <laughs> things about you that other people may not love. And yeah, like I have to say that like I kind of feel like I have a little bit of that. I love drama. If if it has nothing to do with me, I want to hear. Sit me down. Where's my tea? Let me get a snack. Tell me all about it. I want the drama. I'm here for the drama. I love the drama. I don't... I like it from, like, a storytelling perspective, though. I don't, like, get high no. on it. I like... Because I like those kinds of books. I like those kinds of movies where it's, like... That's why I really liked the first season of Glee, because it was, like, batshit crazy with this, what was going on. Like... I like the drama. I'm with you. I like the drama. I like the drama. I'm the what do the BS we see on TikTok. There's a lady. She does. I love her. I love her. She's hysterical. I mean, there's a guy too who has like a tea company. The ginger, the yes. ginger tea company. Yeah, they're all great. I fucking love them. They're so good. I'm with you. I want to hear all about it. I want to watch it, but I don't want to be involved. I don't want to be involved. I don't want my life to be dramatic. I don't want to do it. But I would love to hear about it. Love to hear about it. Yes. Please tell me all Mm -hmm. the details. Listen, you and I I tell each other work drama. I have never met your coworkers. You have never met my coworkers. To be fair, I have one person in my office. There are there is no office drama, but like. I get to like randomly tell her about my the the one single dude. Hey, he's got a swifty girlfriend. That's about as much like fun shit that comes out of my nothing. I nothing interesting tell you happens. Drama about jobs I don't have anymore. This tr- <laughs> this is yes, true. This is true. I, I do remember we had we we worked together. That wasn't the we originally met working together, but then we worked together to get again, like five years later, mm-hmm. maybe more than that, like seven, it was only like a, several years later. And we both ultimately left that company. And I remember we would call each other and be like, cause we would still hear shit for a long time after we left. Yeah. It's fun. <laughs> It is fun hearing about it. It's so much more fun when it's not about oh, you. God, yeah, I don't want to be involved. No, thank you. So, yeah, this whole like her being offended because her personality test was <sighs> dramatic. Like, so you discovered something about yourself. You don't really you didn't really identify with yours. All you had to say was, I don't I didn't really identify with mine. You know, I got a little offended when like Christine was really like intrigued by it. And it kind of felt like. 
you know, it made me uncomfortable. Like there was so many ways to have handled that versus her terrible job of acting at saying that she never took this test. And if somebody did so, like if there were results for her, it was someone else taking the, like trying to imply that Christine took this fucking test on her behalf. I'm like, no, the fuck she didn't. Yeah. I, it really irritated me seeing that. And it's like, come on, nobody did that. Absolutely no one did that. And it also doesn't surprise me one fucking bit that Robin is the type that couldn't let go that she was the dramatic one in the personality test because she can't let go that she was never a sister wife and that she isn't going to be a sister wife. Like, let's be real. And these women aren't her sister wives anymore. Yeah, she can't let it go. She wouldn't let, let go. She wouldn't let Mary go either. Like, no, she's it, so mad about that. Oh my god, it's it's, a, it's also, like a pathological need of her. She cannot let things go. No, and she says like I can't let this go, and she's crying about it. And then she's like, it's not just me being dramatic. Like clearly, she knows exactly what the fuck Sookie is talking about. So. Way to call yourself out there, Robin. Okay, so I, in defense, what I think is happening here, because I've seen it in some of the other beds, they're clearly, like, interviewing people, like, in order, right? Yeah. Robin saw a clip of whatever Christine just said. But the problem mm-hmm. is, is they're not going back and giving Christine the opportunity to respond to Robin's response, which yeah. is bullshit. Again, yeah. let's take a cue for fucking Bravo and get some real people out here. Cody desperately wants this job. Like, fuck you. Answer some real goddamn questions. And if you don't like it, get the fuck off the network then. Like, yeah, because there's another family just- who will. Oh, 100%. They have a whole other show called Seeking Sister Wives. Somebody will take your place. <gasps> There is actually, I think it's in the, it's in a foreign TLC. Okay. I want to say Australia or UK, but it is a whole other new sister wives. Essentially. It's a dude with four wives, normal. And it's not that guy that they did a few years ago. Like I'm surprised, but there's been fuck all about it on American TLC. I'm going to have to find it and I'll send it to you. Deal. Um, But like, I think we're seeing why there's such a disconnect between Robin and Cody and everyone else, because Cody believes the bullshit. Yeah, he does. That Robin is putting out there. Yeah, he does. He is a sucker for it. He eats that shit out, man. He wants, but he wants to. He doesn't even question it. No. I, okay. But I love my is, husband. He would never just hook. He has this phrase. I hate it. I hate it when he says it, but I understand. And it is trust, but verify. Mm. It's funny you say that. It's so funny you say Because <laughs> this Mark does this thing and it drives me bananas. I like I fully get the whole trust but verify thing. I used to work with Marine Corps. So did Mel. Like we get it. Trust but verify. That's a real thing. But sometimes like I will mention something to Mark. 
right? And I'm like, okay, we're going to do X, Y, and Z. And then it comes around later and he's like, but you didn't tell me that we were going to do that. And I'm like, but I did. I said it over here. And he's like, yeah, but you didn't say anything else about it. I'm like, yeah, I know, but I said it this time. <laughs> so that's what's happening. And he's like, but, and I'm like, no, I don't need to say it five times. Like if I say to you, I want the Daniel Ricardo Enchante woven blanket. That's the one I want. I don't, <laughs> I don't want, I don't want the other one. I want this one. You don't need to ask me five times. I told you the first time you can believe me. <laughs> so there's Just saying, yes. Oh, but I get it. I do get the whole trust, but verify thing. And I, it must be a military image is like mm, drill it into their head. Oh, I, I hate it when he does it to me. I love it when he does to like when he does it to like businesses. Oh, yeah, that's great. Do that all that all you want. But don't do it to I'm me. Like, don't don't do it to me. No. Don't do it to me. Do it to them. <laughs> yeah. And then I see. And then I'm the asshole. Is like, I should I know that about him. So I should turn around and say to him. Are we doing X, Y, and Z and do the verify bit? Because he's the one like because he does it rolls reverse. But I, I never remember. He's he's amazing. We love each we other. We love our husbands, even though we like to. Uh, listen, I'm not complaining. I feel extremely lucky that he loves me because I know I can be a lot. I can, um, you know, drive people bananas. So. Turnabout's oh, fair I'm play. Also, it's like that scene in Friends when Phoebe calls uh, Monica high maintenance and then Chandler reassures her saying that he likes to maintain her and it's not a big deal to him. It's that. It's this, that's all it is. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Like, yeah. I would agree. I'm not high maintenance in a, like... I need to go shopping and spend a ton of money on my appearance by any means. But like, I'm probably a little emotionally high maintenance. I can admit that. Yeah. I love my husband, but he always says that like, he'll never cheat on me because one woman is enough work. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm not high maintenance at all I'm a very like independent like I'm a cat in this situation like as long as I have food and water I'm usually pretty chill yeah no I I would feel that way too I can just be intense is the way I would describe myself fair so yeah it was pretty much Robin just being a a, a twatosaurus in this particular segment a twat waffle and uh, yeah, liar! Her pants are on fire. On fire! Can we come up with in, a bunch inflamed. of like insulting names? Twat waffle, cuntosaurus. Uh, um, Mark's always got good ones. I'm trying to think of some good ones, and you know, I'm really good just spontaneously, normally, but I'm uh, just d- drawn a, a blank, like. I wouldn't call her like a full on cunt. I would. I, I, I don't know. Like, that's like, A, I don't think cunt is that bad of a word. I would agree with you, but I also have been incredibly desensitized to it by my husband. I also, I'll say this I don't throw that word around lightly. 
I know that it's people take it incredibly offensive. So if I'm going to call somebody that I mean it. Yeah, I don't I don't think I've ever called that anyone that. But that's because I I personally do not think it is an insulting name. So I don't that's just me personally. I don't either. But I know I have called somebody that before. I definitely called them that behind their back. I haven't had the opportunity to tell them that to their face, but I would. So, um. see, this is this is why you and I are friends because, like, I just say shit to people's faces all the time. No, like, I know, but like, there's reasons why I can't. I would. Truth, truth, truth. There's reasons, but I'm trying to think of like what's uh, a, like. I'm pretty sure this I person mean, knows anyway. So. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, Twatasaurus is definitely Robin's like vibe right now. Like she is um, just really not. No. Not winning any points right now. She is failing hard. Like she is just. Because she's bad at lying. She's well, so like, don't act. Like just I do. Don't, con- don't try to lie. You're not like, good at it. To, I'll give her the benefit of the doubt here. Maybe she didn't actually initially remember the whole conversation about it. But when. The minute she began, because she did seem genuinely surprised initially, but the minute she started to backpedal and was like, oh, wait, maybe I did. I think she remembered that she fucking did. And then that's when she started fucking lying her ass off, because up until that point, I believed her. No, as soon as Sookie brought it up and she looked away from the camera, she knew exactly what they were talking about. Think so? and she was trying to decide which lie she was going to tell. So she's like, I'm just going to not not remember and then she's gonna then she pressed fair I mean maybe that's the case no I'm sorry that whole situation was just a giant spaghetti noodle of lies I agree she was definitely lying I was just trying to give her the benefit of the doubt because I am also the kind of person who can't remember jack shit and would forget a conversation like that but here's the thing. She's lied so much. She's probably forgotten what she's lied about. I remember agree. She can't the old keep it adage straight. Of, if you tell the truth, you never have to remember anything. Yeah. You don't have to keep your story straight. If you're just fucking telling the truth and she can't keep her story straight at this point. I think she just she's doing the rewriting history thing. Yeah. Like, if she doesn't alter the narrative, she doesn't get to keep the, you know, gold star sticker of a man she has. He's probably one of those scratch and sniff ones that smells like black licorice, a.k.a. total garbage. Like, vomit. You cannot tell me the black licorice ones don't smell like vomit. Listen, I don't like black licorice at No, who, who does? Apparently British people, the weirdos. Well, they're wrong. Okay, maybe not all British people, but my husband loves black currant, which is black licorice. It's Absolutely not. Disgusting. They have these candies called blackjacks, and they're nasty. I hate them. And you would be shocked at like how many black currant flavored things they have in the UK. There's black currant flavored gin. Like, they love gin over there. I don't understand it. But, like, gin's a big thing. And what the fuck? Lots of black currant flavored gin. It's gross. I don't get it. 
It's like my least I favorite thought flavor. Jägermeister was bad. Yeah, Jaeger's disgusting. I don't get it. I don't I don't get it. But anyway, okay, we should probably go back to the episode and finish it. Okay, okay. We'll be right back. I did not anticipate getting to talk about the group chat again and the the gift exchange, so I'm glad it came up. I'm glad it came up too, because it sounds like Robin is the actual problem here. Yeah, it does. It Fuck really does. Off. I mean Okay. I was a little surprised to find out that Christine wasn't on the text message thread, which makes me wonder if Janelle was, because I think Robin might have been the only one in there. Yeah. So it's like, what's this fucking comment about like, okay, let's bring the moms in or the parents, because obviously the parents weren't brought in. It was Robin. And I guess maybe Cody. But like, why was Robin brought in? Makes me think that it was her kids. That it was Robin's kids that put her in there. That they did the group because they, this is the thing. The whole, like, oh, we've we've never been accepted and blah, blah, blah. Like. Shut the fuck up. This is is false memories planted by Robin. Mm -hmm. Like, were there difficulties? Absolutely. Like, they acknowledge that maybe this wasn't handled in the best situation. Mm-hmm. Or in the best way. And they also acknowledged that, like, apparently there were some actually very serious, unhappy feelings. It sounds like some of the older kids were uber pissed that this family was being shoved down their throats. That's not surprising to me. But also, I've, like, done a lot of clip rewatching and analyzing with a bunch of, like, TikTokers and stuff. And I've seen a bunch. And... I really feel like Robin has projected this all onto those kids. Mm -hmm. I don't think that they felt that way until she made them feel that way. And and I'm not saying that it would have been perfect. There wouldn't have been fights. Clearly, like, I agree that Christine probably, I think she admitted it. She was like, there were kids who had difficulties. Mm -hmm. But I think that overall, it appeared that they were trying. Maybe that's not the case like retrospectively, but in in the moments, it appeared that they were trying to blend the family correctly. It didn't go over well, but like there's issues within their own children, like Peyton and Gwen don't speak. They don't talk to each other. They don't interact. And they are biological siblings, full blooded siblings. So like it's not like with a family that large, you are Bound to have personality conflicts. Bound to. Yeah, I definitely agree that, like, with 17 kids, like, they're not all going to get along all the time. Like, I'll be honest, like, I have two siblings and we don't get along all the time. We're much better now, but we're also all in our 30s. Like, of course, we get better, get along better now. Well, yeah, who doesn't? The older they get. Um, but like when I was a little kid and I was the youngest, my older, I remember this very distinctly. My two older siblings, my mom had given us like little like slices of cake. She's like, go eat your cake. And my siblings are like, you can't eat with this. You have to eat in the attic. 
I like my my older siblings were so mean to me when I was a little kid. Mind you, we didn't have an attic in that house, or if we did, I have no idea how to get to it because I was like maybe three or four years old at the time that this happened. Like very early memory. Um, but like, girl, that's and- nothing. I know someone who sprayed raid in his sister's face. They were not little. Okay. <laughs> they were not little when this happened. They were like teenagers and they they oh. still speak. Like, I mean, if I was her, I wouldn't speak to him. You just literally sprayed poison in my face, but you know, whatever. It's oh. fine. They're there good. They're time. good. <laughs> They're fine now. There was a time where my parents had gone to like the grocery store or something and we were all like I was like eighth grade. Both my siblings were in high school and we were playing Mario Kart on the Super NES. Uh huh. And my sister, I don't think she did it intentionally. She won the race and like she like waved her hand and she hit my brother in the face, like in the nose with the controller. And so he like stood up because his like eyes were watering and like my sister does not know how to like did not know how to react in this situation so she like got in his face and he was mad he pushed her Uh and she into the wall Uh and she created this like huge dent in the drywall oh no (laughs) whoopsies whoopsies like it wasn't like crazy intentional but like I don't know if I ever like caused like physical damage to the house the cops did show up one time because my sister and I were physically fighting over the phone and accidentally dialed 911 a couple times <laughs> so, we were teenagers too so this was like I'm just thrilled by that one. But here's the thing. Like, siblings fight. Yeah. I think it is unrealistic to expect siblings to, even if they're friends with each other, like, they get along really well, they're going to fight. They're going to fight. I think, yes, they definitely will. My sister and I are super close now. We were not growing up. But, like... This is something I do think maybe Robin probably also contributed to the problem with the kids. She very much tried to intervene. She did not let the kids handle their shit. Mm -hmm. And you see that in multiple episodes. The kids, like several of the kids have come out as adults and talked about how Robin didn't really let them do that. That prior to Robin joining the family, it was very much like the kids need to fucking figure it out themselves shit type situation. And then that kind of stopped happening because Robin's Mm -hmm. kids were not like that. They were a lot more sensitive. They cried a lot more. And so I think that that kind of perpetuated the whole like, oh, they're being so mean to me thing because her kids were more sensitive. They weren't forced to work shit out with the other siblings. The other siblings were Mm -hmm. told, stop being mean. Stop, Mm -hmm. like, be nice. That's it just it's they handled it. All of them. All of them. As much as I love like Christine and Jill and I think everybody was like in trying with the best of intentions, but they all handled it poorly. Mm-hmm. on so many different levels a hundred percent and like you know 
Mary tries to be kind of like cagey with it of like, oh, well, several people have said that. I'm like, yeah, you mean Christine and Janelle have both openly admitted that like they did. They don't perceive that the way that they integrated Robin and her children into the family was done super well because I don't think it was like, yeah, I, I don't. I can't speak to this personally because, like, my parents have been married my whole life and, like, I don't have any step-siblings or anything. But, like, my husband has step-siblings. I know you have had kind of a hers, my, his, my, uh, ours <laughs> Yours, family. mine, and ours thing. Yeah. Yeah, what, yeah whatever. <laughs> Situation. Like, it is not it's always not. easy. No. Especially when it's, like, different parenting styles oh. and... All of those kinds of things, but also like if you want your children to learn how to have adult relationships, a great way to test that out is with fucking siblings and how to work that shit out. You have to learn to work that shit out. Yeah. Yeah. It's, but like they didn't, I don't think they did that. They didn't let the kids work it out. And the fact that they're all still living at home with Robin and Cody. It's weird. Like, I, I'm i all for people like saving money. And like, I get that, like, in this fucking economy, like being, oh, yeah. a, being a young adult living at home, it's not uncommon. I'm not knocking that. But that doesn't seem to be what's happening here. Like, it, listening to them talk, it's very much a what's the word I'm looking for? They they're they're so sheltered and they're in their early twenties. Yeah. It's too much. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they need to like get out of the nest. I they need to go to college like as away. far away from them as possible and live in the dorm. Away, but they also like let's be honest. Let's be really fucking honest right now. They would get eaten alive. Oh, yeah. College kids would just destroy them. Destroy them. Yeah. Because if they go to their RA or if they go to a professor and like so and so's being mean to me, they're going to be like, and? That's probably why they haven't gone. They wouldn't be able yeah. to handle it. No, but like, how are they ever supposed to like be a functioning, like productive member of society if they don't know how to handle conflict without mommy's intervention? Great question. All right. You want to watch this last bit? Because I think we're about to meet David. Oh, my God. I want to meet David. All right. Be right back. Okay, and the episode is officially finished. And all I have to say is Christine is in love. It's very clear that she is in love and that she probably didn't feel this way ever with Cody. I think that's why it's fair to say, like... Cody probably thought he would like he's rewriting history now when he says, oh, I never loved Mary. I never loved Chanel. I think he's rewriting it because I think we said previously and just like I think Janelle is figuring out here, mm-hmm. like I thought I was. But I wasn't now that I have this because it's different and it's better and it's fulfilling in ways that yeah. I didn't expect. You don't know and what I, you don't know. Yeah. 
And I think right. you have, and this is the hard thing with their culture is that because they don't typically like end up dating more than one person before getting married, they don't know this. They don't like the thing with like more like secular dating styles is that when you date around, when you've ha- you've been in multiple relationships, you do know the difference. You're like, oh, when you find that person, you have that feeling. You're like, this uh-huh. is what I've been looking for. This is the thing. Yeah. This is what people talk about. And in their uh-huh. culture, because they don't do that, they don't get that opportunity to to test the waters. Yeah. This is true. And I just, I think, I do think that Cody and Kristen, I do think they all genuinely mm-hmm. loved each other in their own way. But I do agree that the way that Christine is describing how, like, Cody and Robin found mm-hmm. each other. They're their soulmates. It's not that, it's not that they didn't love each other. Because, like, I do think that you have the capacity to love somebody that you're not necessarily, like, a soulmate for. But I think Christine is right in that, like, she loved Cody. We all saw that she loved Cody. But I think that she's right in describing that. I mean, obviously, from, like, what we can tell, just uh, big assumptions here, Mm -hmm. that David is her soulmate. Because that's what she's telling everybody. But I think that there is the difference. Yeah, but I also think, and I, you know, I would say this about my own relationship. I think timing matters a lot at the time that oh definitely christine met and married cody she probably thought cody was her soulmate but it in only in being in that relationship and learning the things she did about herself and what she truly values and wants from a relationship could lead her to being ready to be in the relationship she's in now with 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 david Because I very much feel that about my own personal life that like if I hadn't had the relationships I had Mm -hmm. before I met John, John and I wouldn't have worked. I same similar like timing, personal growth, all of it, like it all matters. And I definitely I don't think I would appreciate the relationship that I'm in now as as much as I would have had I not been you know, gone through all the things that I'd gone through before. Not, like, good and bad. Like, not, I'm not throwing... Yeah, we're not throwing any of our exes by any means under the bus. But... No. It's like, but they're they're exes for a reason. And then, like, there's not, like, it didn't work out, and that's fine. But it's definitely, like, a learning process along the way. There's a... Like... We used to work with her. Her name was Debbie. And she once told me this thing that really stuck with me. And I think it's really like interesting where it only works out one time. Oh, I've never thought about it. It only works out one time. And so, of course, it's not going to work out sometimes because it only works out once. I think that I think the heart that people have a hard time with and I think we're getting closer to a much more accepting viewpoint is that it doesn't always work out the first time 
And that's the part that people have a really difficult time understanding, I think. And divorce sucks. Don't get me wrong. Like on all fronts. But I think if it was a lot more acceptable and less stigmatized, I think people would be much more willing to like work on a healthier way to end relationships and co-parent and function together. And I I think it's all doable, but everybody has to buy in. Yeah. And I think we're making leaps and bounds compared to where society used to be. Definitely. (laughs) A thousand percent. Good God. Because like, you know, you used Mm -hmm. to not be able to get Mm -hmm. a divorce at all. Uh, So thank you. Uh, King Henry for giving us divorce. Uh, maybe the only positive thing you've ever left on the world, but it's fine. Uh, I just, I'm glad to see Christine so happy. The previews for next week make mm-hmm. me nervous that I am going to want to punch a hole in a wall. I am not surprised by what I'm seeing. Like the we've seen this like teaser that TLC has thrown out where Cody's like, oh, you know, she was a shit sister wife and, you know, she'll probably be a good and I or, or like I hope she will be or she probably will be a good wife to David. And it's not, but I, the way it's presented seems like it has nothing to do with, you know, Christine being in an unhappy situation for a long time and finally finding somebody who appreciates mm-hmm. and loves her for who she is. It seems like Cody's trying to spin it as, well, she couldn't make it work with me, so she's going to make it work with this other guy. And your I, dick's it's not that so cool. arrogant, but his, like we don't have to get like into his it. Dick is yeah. made out of straight gold, and it's it's it does. it's not that it really it's not that cool, my dude. It's really not like no, no. I mean, he does have a lot of kids. What if it is okay? The ability to impregnate people does not mean. <laughs> That you you know the I know right that, motions but I'm just in the ocean, the fact, okay? I'm just saying that the fact that there are a lot of them means statistically that that was happening a healthy amount of times, so it couldn't have been all bad. Um, the female doesn't have to ha- have an orgasm in order to get pregnant. Oh my god, you are so dead set on not giving him no, and because I bet that's all he's got in his like, pants is an oh inch. My goodness. <laughs> Sorry, Listen, I don't have I don't anything know. nice I'm to just say. Saying, I really shouldn't say anything at all. <laughs> you have some evidence to the contrary. I'm, I'm being just, okay. Let's just be honest, okay? Let's just be honest. Shitty people have a lot of kids. I understand that, but just, okay, that's not the point here. We're not arguing if he is a shitty person or not, Melissa. We are arguing if he is good in bed or not. And arguably, the fact that the man has 17 children between three wives makes me think that they were enjoying it so that it's not necessarily entirely, like, out of the realm of possibilities that he has 
they had a good, healthy, no. happy sex life. And then no. he's blessed in that area. You just, you're just cranky at him. You don't want to admit Janelle that that's a possibility. Because we both know it's Robin a possibility. Robin must tolerate it. But I don't think it's necessary. No, I'm pretty no, sure I Christine liked it as well. He didn't like Christine. So she probably got like bland, nothing but missionary. And she doesn't know any better. So you, it, it doesn't have to be good sex to get pregnant. <laughs> And doing your wifely duties. I didn't say that it does did, not but I'm just mean say- that is going. You're enjoying yourself just because he's he lives in a culture that allows him to sort of make that be a thing in their relationship, and so that he can have sex with lots and lots of women because he's married to them. Does and and procreating is like the only thing that they value these women for does not to me say that he is providing them with satisfying sex lives and having children is not proof I'm not of saying that. I didn't say that it was you are not listening to me you are so dead set against this I am saying that you have evidence to the contrary that does not mean that there is definitive a decisive thing either way I'm saying that you don't know that the possibility is there you can make the assumption all you want but the possibility is there that's all i'm saying just because that just because they have kids does not mean that that is proof but i'm saying the possibility is there because janelle very clearly enjoyed the sex life so it's not just i'm sure it's not just janelle I think you're being a little unrealistic because you don't like Cody right now. <laughs> it is a non-zero possibility, but like it's also a non-zero possibility that we all turn into frogs tomorrow. So, <laughs> oh come on, you are just like you are. You just are refusing to be like I don't know what word I'm, I'm looking for here, right but now, you are I'm refusing. Okay. I'm like very adamant Listen. that he has a tiny penis and is bad in bed and you're, you're like <laughs> I'm not I'm not but that's the thing I'm not even arguing the opposite I'm just saying that the possibility might be there that like it's not My as bad as you think it is that possibility I under I understand that it I know exists you don't. like statistically speaking yes you are not incorrect but it's just not I don't want to go there I'm gonna be really honest you know you I know, but that's all I needed to hear from you was that you acknowledge that it isn't entirely out of the realm of possibilities here. I I feel like we could argue about what the percentage of that possibility is, but like we've already been talking for like an hour and 20 minutes, so maybe we should. Um, Yeah, this is an episode and I was spicy tonight. I'm sorry, guys. So there's no reason to be spicy. No, no, no reason to apologize spicy. for being spicy. I find it funny. But, <laughs> but you like me. <laughs> I do like you. And you find humor in my spice of me being like. Well, I mean, like I said, I'm pretty sure like, you also had a similar stern conversation with me about the episode that might be airing on Thursday, if I'm not mistaken. So. Yeah, the roles are going to get reversed on Thursday about Frost and Starlight, and then that conversation just doesn't stop. <laughs> it wasn't letting we both go. have moments and things that we just don't... 
want to let go. You know how you know how I like freak out every time he talks about how like he has six pack abs and great pecs, and I like lose my shit every yeah, time. Yeah. It's the same thing. Yeah. Hallmark it wasn't a Hallmark book when you really think about it. <laughs> We're not gonna go there. We're not starting. We're not starting. We're not starting this 30-minute conversation again. Okay. We're not starting the 30-minute conversation I again. We're not. Uh, I think maybe we should just wrap it up for tonight. Okay. Well, thank Let's you all that. so Let's much for listening. That. If you want to check out what is coming up next on the pod, be sure to go follow us on Instagram. It's Mel and Jill Geek Out. You can also vote on which Christmas movie we're going to watch this season. Pew, pew. Yes, yes. Um, also, if you have a suggestion of what you think we should geek out about next, go ahead and shoot us an email over at chillandmelgeekout at gmail.com. Again, thank you so much for listening. My name is Mel. And I'm Jill. And this has been Mel and Jill Geek Out. Bye. Bye, guys.